What's up, everybody? How's it going? It is your boy, Michael, joined as always with Lincoln. And today we have a special guest with us. He's not actually with me, but he's with Lincoln up in Oregon. And Lincoln, you want to introduce everyone to your buddy? Yes, sir. This is exciting. Um, first, first off, this is our first ever in-person guest. So yes. very exciting. Um, and sitting next to me, I have my younger brother's, one of his best childhood friends growing up, who I babysat and watched when they were kids. And then uh, we become adults and find out that my brother's best friend plays disc golf. And I'm like, hey, well, now he's my new best friend, too. <laughs> um, so I have Chase Crockett. I almost called you the wrong name because uh, there's a little rebrand story. But anyways. Chase, welcome to the podcast. Welcome to the Left Hand Back End Podcast. You are now an honorary lefty. Uh, <clears throat> thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here and chat with you guys. It'd be sick. Yeah. Uh, we got a good episode. Yeah, we got a good episode for you guys. Um, we have some fun uh, dealer's choices to kick things off. Um, this is going to be our last episode before Christmas, so kind of continuing with our theme of Christmas ideas. Um, and then we are kind of doing a, it's not really different for us, but unique, uh, diving into Chase's bag, um, seeing what he throws. He has a, a cool new, I, I can spoil it a little bit, cool sponsor sure. that he's going to be talking about yeah. um, that he just got this year. Um, and just kind of like deep dive into his bag and what Lincoln and I think could possibly help him um fill it out even more um going forward sweet i'm excited Be part cool. cool all right link you want to take us off with your dealer's choice yeah so in the spirit of our christmas drafts and uh dealer's choice that we've been talking about we have two different christmas themed dealer's choices one by myself and one by chase and we're going to start with mine which is we're going to draft just do a quick three-round draft the best or greatest childhood christmas presents so these could be gifts that like we received personally or uh presents that like our friends or you know just like you know how like every year there was like kind of like a big mm -hmm. big ticket item mm -hmm. on the on the docket oh yeah um, so we're gonna we're gonna draft just Quick three rounds of what those are, and I will let Chase go first. Oh, sweet! And then we'll go. We'll go by uh, hair length. I love it. I love that, it. That'll be the order of our draft. So I get two. I get two picks in a row. So I'll be happy. All right, oh, there you sounds go. Sounds good. Um, <clears throat> gosh, one of the first things that came to my mind. I might as well just go with it. Yeah. Um, is Play-Doh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> fun That's to fun. play with not yeah like like the the different like heads and yeah you can like push it and then it like does the funny hair like the yeah. spaghetti yeah. hair yeah, Those are yeah cool. totally yeah and then they, they made it into like a food like you can make like play-doh pizzas or something yeah yeah i remember those that, okay that's a better pick than i thought actually oh okay let's go that's pretty good i like it um my pick is going to be a game boy because i got a game boy when i was like 10 probably and it was oh. so out of the ordinary for my parents and what they got us for christmas and stuff mm -hmm. oh santa sorry gave me a game boy um and i bought one of those like adapters that like 
flips on and then you flip it up and it has like a projector light. This was before the Game Boy Advance SP. Yep. Oh yeah. Uh, and it was like the greatest Christmas present I'd ever received. And then I gave it to my brother once I got the SP because that's obviously the better model. But I'm just going to take Game Boy just like kind of across the board. Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good choice. I definitely feel like I could steal a lot saying consoles, like video game consoles, but I'm not going to yeah. because my favorite one that I ever received was a PlayStation 2 a long mm. time ago and we got it with yeah. the um do you guys remember the like the dance game DDR Max or Dance Dance Revolution? Yeah. Yes. Dance Revolution? Yeah. DDR Revolution. Yep. We had we had the pads and I used to slam that thing for hours at a time it was so much fun <laughs> that's why you have such good dance moves huh it is it is and big calves very good if you didn't know that no. <laughs> big calves of um, course. and then i thought that was soccer but whatever no 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 it was the dance game secret okay, secret cool. tips over here cool. uh yeah. my second one um it's a, it's an easy one it's low-hanging fruit it's going to be your first cell phone Everyone always gets oh, their first cell phone for Christmas. Um, I know it doesn't have I the didn't. like nostalgia for you, like Christmas present. I got mine for Christmas, so that's how I, I remember. Um, getting you know what? My sure. sister actually, I think, I think they got like the Nokia bricks. Yep, that mm-hmm. had Snake on them. I think they got those for Christmas, and yeah. it was the coolest thing. I would like steal it just to play Snake. On oh yeah, Snake was, was amazing. Like, Best game ever. Dope. Yeah. yeah. So that's what that's I got. Sweet. I got mine for my birthday when I turned 14, I think. But Nice. That's good. Um, okay, I'm going to go with kind of a... I'm not not um, playing for the, uh, the audience picks, but it was one of the greatest Christmas presents I ever received, and that is a bike. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Nice. I got, I got this cool bike with pegs on the front and back, and I yep. was like... Man, this thing is legit. You could carry was, two of your friends on that. Yeah, I, I did. Carried Bentley. And probably you. Um <laughs> it was a, a giant bike. And I thought it was the coolest thing ever. And it was nice. like a trick bike. Yep. Yeah. So I'm gonna yep. take I want you to take just a bike. Classic. Love it. Yeah. That's a good one. Not what these kids these days get for Christmas. But... iPads. Yes. Oh, thanks. You gave me two hundred bucks. I know. Um I'd have to go my second pick. I was never gifted these, but I feel like my friends growing up had these things and like all everything about it. Um, Nerf guns. Oh, Ooh. that's a great pick. Yeah. All the clips and like side attachments that didn't actually yeah, work and totally. stuff like that. Yeah, the side attachments that didn't work. That... Just a yeah. sticker on the front or whatever. But yeah, um, absolutely. Yeah, I never got into the Nerf phase, but I feel like Bentley did. Bentley did. Yeah, yeah my brother up. Bentley did for yeah. sure. Come over here and we'd shoot each other with Nerf bullets. Dude, yeah. and then you guys would modify those guns too. Oh Remember yeah, that? we'd throw all the like the grips on them and and like like pull out the pieces and like like make the springs stronger and. That's funny. Yeah, those yep. you guys were gnarly with those. Yeah, that's a good time. Guns. Good time. Okay, and your final pick. Oh um, I do remember like one of my most memorable gifts. This sounds kind of silly, but. Kind of um, going off what Michael was saying, it was just Call of Duty Black Ops 2. Oh, when that game got yeah. released, yep. that was my jam. That was a dope game. I played that yeah. game. You were the, the Christmas Is that all that had zombies? 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All the Black Ops games have zombies. Yeah. It's zombies. I remember when zombies was first a thing. That was like. That scared me. Yeah. That Dude, was the first Black Ops. Zombies? Yeah. The first Black Ops was the first one that had zombies on it. And right. my roommates in college would play the crap out of that game. But I ha- I hated it. It was like, it was too slow for me. I know it like picks up, but like. Oh, zombies yeah. was. It just took too long to get going. Yeah. I don't know. It wasn't. Like, you wanted to skip to like I'm shooting I'm shooting this thing like eight times in the head doesn't die and like all you have to do is go around and do a little like ninja knife attack I'm like this is this is yeah this is uh, what is it right stick click in or something is that yeah. what it was yeah just yeah whatever your melee button is yeah so, circle that, or B or that's a good pick though I like that yeah um I'm gonna round it out with a pick that my brother got a lot for Christmas I didn't get as much because I wasn't as into them my brother was a huge Lego head. Ooh, yeah. So, so I'm just taking Legos. So, my brother got so many Legos for Christmas. Even now, I think my mom still gets him <laughs> like a Lego and he builds it in like 10 seconds. And then he's like, okay, hey, well, now I'm done. And yeah. um, so it's funny to me. But Legos are like a great pick. Like seeing a box of Legos, you know, you're going to have so much fun for like 30 minutes and then you're done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I build yeah. Lego right now. That, that's my jam right now. No, way. that's fun. Yeah. I'll spend way too much money on Lego. But. Yeah. <laughs> What's the disc what's the big... and Legos? That, yeah. How do you have money? Uh, next question. Okay. Yep, yeah. yep, yep. It's just different kinds of plastic, you know. Exactly. Yeah. We're we're throwing it. plastic or we're building building, building plastic. Yeah. yeah. Um That's good. my last one, one of my most memorable presents I ever got was a gas powered scooter. Wow. I don't remember wow. how okay. old I was. And yep. it was literally just had the trigger on the side stand on it yeah. like all those electric ones that you see kids riding now like actually mine was gas and i would just yeah you had to actually go and pull it oh yeah lawnmower pull everything yeah. it was it was so much fun i love that yeah. thing and neighbor i'm at my parents house in mm-hmm. oregon and neighbors like across the way from us just a little bit they got one for christmas one year yeah and he was just going back and forth constantly yep. on this thing yep. i was so jealous and i was too young to use it and too small and then the one time like I got to use it, I biffed immediately and <laughs> I wasn't allowed to use it anymore. That yeah. Sucked, but. Yeah. So that was one of the, the the most memorable ones for me. So that's a sweet one. I yeah. like that a lot. Any um okay. what's it called? Honorable mentions. Honorable mentions, yeah. You guys got any honorable mentions? Um, I got a world industry skateboard one year, and Ooh, that was nice. pretty sick. Yeah. With you know the little like flame guy on there? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's, that's one cool. that's one like sport hobby I, I never got really into was skateboarding. I mm. kind of wish I did. Like I wish I was able to do an Ollie and a kickflip. That's all I want to be able to do. That's all exactly. I want to be like I can't yep. do a kickflip. I could Ollie though. I yeah. could grind. Ooh, that was cool. That's nice. Yeah. yeah I just you know, want, like they put like the little like six six yeah, yeah, inch yeah. bar that just yeah. like sits on the ground. Yeah. I was able to get on one of those, but that's nice about my extent of I just, like skills. it'd be so cool to just like walk down the street when you're 50 years old and the little kid has a skateboard and falls off of it and you like stand on it and just bam whip out a kickflip and you're like oh thanks appreciate it. and like go like yeah. the kid would be like oh my god you're the coolest person ever uh dude that reminds me uh secret life of walter mitty oh sure the yeah. longboard scene is that what you're uh different? no it's like um he's talking to Kristen wig uh ben still is talking to Kristen wig's kid she's on the phone and he's like showing him how to do different tricks on the skateboard and he's like 50 yeah and it's like that'd be pretty sick so, 
I'll give you that. Yeah. Any honorable mentions for you? Um, <clears throat> maybe like a vacation. Yeah. Like, Oh, yeah. hey, in the summer, we're going to Disneyland or Yeah. something. That'd be cool. That's solid. My I haven't family wasn't once vacation or twice. people, so we weren't, unfortunately, weren't in that, but I could see that being legit. Like, yeah. super excited. Like, hey, here's what we're doing. And then you look forward to it for the next, like, four months. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We went to, I've been to, What about you, Mike? I've been to Australia and Hawaii for Christmas with my family. So those were, What? yeah, yeah. That's cool. Yeah, That's it was, dope. it was fun. So those were like our Christmas presents were trips. That's fun. Yeah. And like, it, I would, as a, as a parent now, I would much rather give an experience for yeah. Christmas because Yeah. I would rather build the memories rather than Yeah. the 5 billion toys we already have in my house, but whatever. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I and mean, we were older. I was senior year of high school when we went to Hawaii. It was like our last family trip, like when we're all living in the same house. And then um, Australia was in like two or three years later. So I was in college and, but my parents are teachers. So they get like the two and a half weeks off between Christmas and New Year's. So it just always made sense for us to kind of, my parents, they still go on a trip every single Christmas and just, they just leave us now. <laughs> they leave us it's like deuces. We're going to Mexico or Hawaii or somewhere warm, And you're like, tropical. hey, you want to, uh, uh, and you want to pay for my trip? Yeah. Like, Yeah. please. Yeah. Um, That's my funny. other honorable mention would probably be like a pet. Any, any type of pet Oh, you get. yeah, sure. I never, I never got a pet for, for Christmas, but a lot of people do. And it's like adding another family member. So Yeah, like guinea pigs and gerbils Guinea pig. and Yeah. Lizards, snakes, puppies dogs, like the dogs, goat cats. of pets, Yeah. but yeah, Yeah. for sure. Yeah. Yep. That's all. Okay. Well, thank you guys for indulging. Yep. Comment if We you love have it. any uh like What? big childhood, like nostalgic, just like Christmas gifts that either were your favorite or that we omitted from our list. So Yeah, sure. All right, Chase, you want you want to take it away with your dealer's choice? Yeah, let's do it. Um, I feel like this question can uh, branch out to uh, many conversation points, but how soon is too soon to start listening to Christmas music? I'd like to hear what you guys think. I'm going to defer to Michael first. Okay. Oh. I think too soon is just any time before Halloween. After Halloween. Wow. Yep. After Halloween. That's pretty far back. I know. After Halloween, it's fair game. This dude, this dude says, look at this tree. I set my, As soon I, as Halloween's I put my Christmas over. tree up on November 1st. That, okay. That was the second tier of my question, but we'll get back to that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Um, my, mine, I will accept Thanksgiving day. I'm fine with that. Like Okay. once we see the Macy's parade and we start hearing some of those, I'm, I'm good with it at that point. I don't start playing it until like into the first week of December myself, which this year I'm listening to the uh, Philly special Christmas albums, albums Oh yeah. one and two, which Mm -hmm. is the Jason Kelsey and a couple of Eagles, Eagles offensive linemen Dude, have made. they're freaking ballers at singing and football. They're, Like I it's mean, amazing. Jordan, Jordan Mylotta is his beautiful singing voice, the Aussie, Yeah. Yeah. um, but the albums are actually really good. Yeah. I would say earliest is like a week and a half, maybe two weeks into December. 
the earliest. Yeah, that's like pushing it. Like December third, wow. December fourth. That's almost too early. Wow, like it's got to be anything before that is semi outrageous. I, I did not expect that. I'm just maybe I'm just not a huge. Christmas we have all th- we have I all three like... tiers. I yeah, I was gonna say I thought you were probably like October, <laughs> like <laughs> hopefully not June, please. But I do enjoy Christmas music. But like, I don't know if I'll ever put it on. Like, if I'm in the mall and I hear yeah. it, I might hum along and stuff. Yeah. But I don't know if I've ever purposefully mm. put on Christmas music. Yeah. Well, just have just have a kid, and then you'll want to mm. share the spirit with them. Spread you know? the Christmas yeah. joy. And yeah. I, I I was like, I'm not <laughs> listening to strictly Christmas music from November first on. Same. Sure. But it, sure. But that's when I start sprinkling it in. Um, I think it's acceptable. <laughs> And my reasoning is twofold. One, there's no Thanksgiving songs. Like, there's like, yes, I'm skipping straight to Christmas songs. Putting up the tree might be a little early, November 1st. But, yeah, like listening to the music, getting into the wintertime spirit, that's totally different. And um, Mm. also being in Southern California, it was 80 degrees last week. So you have to manifest and create your own right. winter winter spirit. The music does okay. that. Listening to some Christmas songs, Ariana Grande's "Let It Snow" in California, like just tickles my fancy like no other, and I just absolutely love it. And they're good tunes. They're All good right. tunes. I can respect that. I can respect that. Oh, he's talking about manufacturing Christmas. I'm like, dog. I can't even think about Christmas until Thanksgiving's over. So yeah. Um, the other tier to that question was like, when do you start decorating? Yeah. And Michael and my mom <laughs> both decorate on November 1st. Day after Halloween, everything's up. Christmas lights. I think I'm the same as like when I listen to Christmas music. It's like into the first week of, of December. Mm. Yeah. Like it's not December 1st. It's like kind of like that first like weekend that I actually have flexibility and time to decorate. Mm. Yeah. Which I love decorating uh, with like Christmas lights and stuff. Yeah. But miss me with decorating the tree. I don't need that. Love getting a tree. Just I don't, I hate decorating it. I can't stand it. Do you use a real tree? Do you go cut your own tree or artificial tree? I'm all about the real trees. I do. I I love the, the pine. The smell of pine. Yeah. It's real black. tree pine. I love cleaning up the needles rather than cleaning up the artificial needles. Well, the, I, mean, I think the point is that the needles stay on, so you don't... No, dude, artificial needles come off all the time. My apologies. And then they get, like, staticky, and they... I guess I'm in Colorado. Everything's super dry, so... Yeah. I deal with static, whereas uh, y'all don't have that as much, but... My artificial's been holding up. I've had the same one for six years. Lights all still but work. Don't you get little, like, needles that come off and stuff? As Maybe. You, you're moving it in and out and stuff? Maybe if like a small handful here and there, but not enough to like cause a a, a big disturbance or nuisance. Um, yeah. Luckily, like my dog doesn't rub herself up against them at all. <laughs> Oliver doesn't grab onto them and pull them off right now, so I got that going for me. Um, yeah, the artificial it, it has lights already on there, so like I don't have to try strand. Just plug the, it right in. Just, it's just plug it right in. And yeah. it's good to go. I feel like I've used it for so many years now that like it's starting to like counteract the 
like the making of the tree, you know, like you want to be all like, what do you mean? Being green and like producing a tree. Like I want to get my uses out of it. Like I'm not reuse. I'm not buying a new reusable tree every single year. Yeah. The the cost is already done. Yeah. Yeah. It's been great. We've had it in Oklahoma. We've had in Oklahoma, Colorado and here now. So like travels with us, stays with us. It's always perfect size. It's awesome. Okay. Well, look at you and your bad Ooh. tree. I mean, and 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 tree. and here here's it. So you guys like pine? We love pine. We found these smelling sticks. Uh huh. These pine oh. smelling sticks. It smells just like the real thing. It's amazing. It's like a little air freshener when you walk in the house. It's great. So do you use it as like an ornament, or do you like hide it? In it's the kind. Tree of, it's so more. It's, hit, like... it's more hidden on the inside. All long right. long nice. little green sticks. They're great. They're so cool. So we get the smell. Like those car impressions. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The, the one yep. that's shaped like the tree. Even. Yeah, that's what I use as deodorant. That's concerning. When you're yeah. in high school. You can't see. It's underneath my it's underneath my shirt. I just like put them around my neck and dangle it. Sorry. Yeah. Perfect. Anyways, uh Mike, did you have a dealer's choice for us? No, I just want to talk about frisbees today. I thought of nothing Let's else go. but the but frisbees. It's been on my mind. Yeah. They're like plastic. I so do we've like had the a few guests on the pod. We've had uh, your buddy. We had Jesse. Yep. And we had Micah. Yep. And we talked a lot through Micah's bag, not as much Jesse's bag. We kind of talked how his discs that he's creating complement the bag that he yep. was using before and, and minimizing there. Um, but we brought Chase on, one, because I'm here in Oregon, and I thought it would be fun to do an in-person podcast. Um, and two, because you have a pretty cool newish announcement. So before we get into your bag, sure. we're going to throw some quick hitter questions at you, like to give uh, a disc golf bio, right? Like cool. the uh, mm-hmm. standard questions that we ask and also give you the platform to talk about your new sponsor, how you got that process and uh, what that means for you in 2024 looking forward. Awesome. Yeah, so. let's do it. Mike, you go first. Um, okay. What are your like? How long have you been playing disc golf? And kind of what was your earliest thoughts, feelings, relationship with the sport? Yeah. Um. Well, I first like picked up a disc. Um, with my dad back in early middle school, probably probably and we would go with um one of his buddies and i just kind of tagged along i wasn't super like intense or anything i would just since that woodmancy it was actually yeah our local course in salem little nine hole course with two different tee pads on every hole yeah yeah. and so i would i would just follow along really throw a couple times i never really teed off or putted or anything like that yeah um so when i got introduced to that i only played maybe once or twice a month, just like following along mm-hmm. for a short period of time. It, it wasn't yeah. very long. Yeah. And then that kind of just fell off. We just stopped playing. It might've been like the season or something. I'm not really mm-hmm. sure. Um, And then I didn't really ever think about it again until, uh, let's see, it'd be my either sophomore or junior year of high school. Um, My teammates on my high school racquetball team Somehow. Yeah, this boy's a baller racquetball player. <laughs> oh yeah, I, pl- I played racquetball in high school. 
Nice. We somehow got on the topic. I think the words disc and golf just got brought up in conversation. And the four of us like all had a light bulb moment where, hey, I play disc golf. And then somebody else was like, oh, I know about disc golf. And then yeah. it just like chain reaction, like Builds everybody all of a sudden just knows disc golf. And, and you, you graduated high school in 2018. Mm-hmm. So this Jesus. is probably like what, 2017, 2016? Yeah, yeah. Okay. And just all of a sudden, all of my friends knew about disc golf and we never talked about it until this one random practice nice. for racquetball. And then I think the very next day, we all went out and grabbed our old cruddy dog-chewed discs. Mm-hmm. D- that we DX had. Valkyries, DX AVRs. Yep. We just sharks dug through our garage and stole our parents' discs and things and yeah. um, started playing then pretty consistently. Um, just kind of learning the sport, learning how to throw, really. Um, <clears throat> and probably for the rest of high school, we would play pretty often. Oh, really? And then into college, me and my buddy got like really into it, like playing five, six days a week. Nice. Keeping track of our scores. That's when I downloaded U-Disc and started tracking my stats and things. That's like when you actually get serious about the sports when you download U-Disc. Yeah, seriously. And so I would like, I mean, just going back on U-Disc and seeing my average scores from 2019 to now, Mm -hmm there's like 10 stroke difference because for sure i just kept playing since 2019 2019 i think is when i really started getting into it nice so the um, origin story yeah love it um strengths and weaknesses of your game backhand dominant uh approximate distance range max distance like consistent range not just like my furthest throw yeah, yeah. like what what you can step up to a hole and feel confident birdieing yeah, um, max backhand distance is like 475. That's like if I'm on the top of a tee pad and I got a fairway green, like a ball golf green, Yeah, mm-hmm. there's a course down in Albany that we've played at a couple times. Yeah, that's got those course. really, yeah, those really far, far fours that it's just got all the fairway in the world in front of you. 475 I can throw. That's sick. But yeah. in a more controlled environment anywhere between like 425 430 ish to yeah 460 nope and we'll get into those discs here in a little bit sure uh, and then what would you say is the biggest strength of your game i would probably say my backhand tee shots sick and uh what's your forehand distance um more like half that if i'm lucky um i'd say like 230 to um 265 comfortably anything pushing that that's that's totally manageable anything pushing that is more um luck or yeah disc related sure nice there you go and how often would you say you throw the forehand like percentage wise um i feel like it depends on the course yeah yeah i think it depends on the course and the the t-shirt i really only well my Approach shots are pretty consistent, but trying to really muscle a forehand mm-hmm. drive uh, is not going to go well for me. I tend to uh, roll my wrist and turn over my drives. But yeah. approaches, I use, I mean, slower discs like um, a Slammer or Justice or really overstable. So I can, if I do roll my wrist, it'll come out 
you know, yep. flat and the stability will take it type thing. Yeah. Cool. Um, or hyzer, big hyzers. Yeah. I can use a slammer, just that crazy stability to drop it in. There you go. Uh, Mike, any other intro questions before we give him platform to speak? Not really questions. I mean, I think it'll come up when we start talking to discs. There's like, how did you For choose sure. what's in your bag? Um, deciding companies and manufacturing all that stuff so um yeah which no. is like our that's why we started the podcast is talking yeah. about discs in our bag so when we have somebody else's bag to highlight this is fun for us this is candy it's even better yes. um yeah um okay so i will announce it for you and let you talk about it um our boy here got a local sponsorship from a disc golf shop in kaiser mm-hmm. cool discs yeah k-u-h-l so it's even cooler than C O O L. It's true. Um, how did you get that? What does it mean for you looking 2024 and forward? Just talk to us about it. Yeah. Uh well, I got introduced to Noah Cool is his name. Noah. Mm-hmm. Um, he is a tournament director in the local Willamette Valley area. And I would go on UDisc or disc scene, disc golf scene, mm-hmm. and find tournaments that's in the area drivable distance and his series would always pop up and so i I just got experience just going out and playing in his tournaments Mm -hmm. and as the years go went on rather i just naturally got better just from playing more and practicing more and i started doing better at his tournaments and i just kind of got noticed by him and he was like hey i see you playing in my tournaments a lot. You're doing really well. Do you want to join the team? So it's, I guess, yeah, I would call it a sponsor sponsorship team. Part of it is yeah. the cool disc team. There's about 20 of us. Um, and there's, you know, criteria that come with any sponsorship playing in mm-hmm. a certain amount of tournaments and wearing apparel and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But I'm really excited. I've never, I mean, I've applied for teams like flight towel and stuff like that. Sure. Um, but this is my first experience with being a part of a, a group like this. Um, everybody is super, everybody in the team is very, you know, positive and, you know. Especially a smaller knit team like that. You get to know each other better than just like a 5,000 team Lone Star sort of yeah. grouping. Yeah, it's very personable. It's, you know, if I want to go out and play around, I can just shoot a message in my group chat and people will pick up and we'll go out and throw people I'd never met before. I will get the chance to meet them and it's really cool. Yeah. He owns a, like Lincoln was saying, there's a shop here in either Oregon where you can go and buy discs and apparel and bags and all that stuff. And if you use code chase during checkout, let's go promo little uh, creator code, support a creator good there yeah um but yeah he's a super nice guy um entrepreneur business owner i think he's in his early 20s he's as old as i am and he's got this huge platform and company that he runs and manages and um it's really impressive that's like yeah like i said it's cool that he reached out to me and was like hey you know i see what you're doing yeah um i want you to wear my name something like i said it's something i've never been a part of before and with without being too eager you're like yes please 
yeah i was like immediately yeah what do i need to do yeah and uh, i post content on my social media and stuff um so that kind of helps you know promoting his name and the company and things like that so for sure we'll we'll link in the bio uh yep. promo code and your social so thanks our followers can follow you sweet i'll figure out how to do that <laughs> we'll send it to silas silas you can do oh. that yeah i'll i'll, I'll help you out there mike good um okay well let's get to the meat and potatoes because i'm excited yeah. yeah so we had chase fill out a uh what was it called again mike help me out it's disc rpm disc. um it's what yeah. the in the bag podcast uses um it it's just like any other fill in your bag with your discs um website um but he he put his whole bag in there it's nice and full Lots of discs, lots of mm-hmm. different manufacturers, lots of over overstable stuff. Um, so, what direction? Oregon. We're not in Colorado. I know. What direction do you want to go in? You want to go top to bottom, or bottom to top, and or sandwich in the middle? Uh, let's start out with mid ranges. Those are pretty easy to to knock out. Okay. Um, and then distance drivers because. After we had Chase create his bag and share it with us, we looked at it, we collaborated together, and we said, hey, we've got a, a couple suggestions as spots in his bag that we think we could maybe not completely revamp, but potentially enhance or add to it. And as those who are my friends know, if you're friends with me and you play disc golf, I tend to give discs as presents. And mm-hmm. I hook up my buddies. So we've got uh, two discs for you today. Wow. Which is exciting. My goodness. Yep. Yeah. Christmas came early. It did. Uh, about four days. So, <laughs> uh, very much looking forward to this. So let's start with your mid-ranges. Cool. Um, May I take the lead here? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I feel like the disc... And this is probably just going to get a few chuckles, but the disc I throw the most in terms of mid ranges is probably the Buzz. Mm-hmm. It's classic. It's just a classic standalone disc. Yep, straight um, to a little fade. Yep, I've got the ESP plastic. Um, it's worn in just enough to where it'll hold its line. I can put it on a little hyzer and get some. Might flip up, you know. Now that it's colder, I feel like my discs are a lot stiffer, but. In the summertime, I could get a little hyzer out of it, and it'll just stand up nice and straight. Um, but definitely my workhorse mid-range, the cool. buzz, pretty standard, pretty typical. I feel like. Yeah. But, um, I've got a couple like forehand specific. Well, I've got one forehand specific disc mid-range rather. Um, I was talking about it earlier the Justice, mm-hmm. um, nice and stable. Really, if I throw it flat. Well, my flat is a little bit because <laughs> I roll my wrist, but um, it'll hold it and it'll get a nice full flex out of it. It's it's pretty old, but it's still stable enough to where it's going to finish finish right with my yeah. flick. Interesting nice. thing with the Justice, the one glide. Mike, do you agree with that or no? I think it's more. Like I have one that's a lu- lucid plastic, a little bit older. Um, like one glide that, and you put the you put the like... flex on it, and it it. It goes far, even on a like a spike hyzer line. Like you can throw it far. Um, sure. It's not 
glidey, but you can throw it far. So I, I could kind of see, mm. like, I would maybe say it's like a two or a three, like a three glide, where like, however far you throw it, it will actually go that distance. But like, a one glide to me makes it th- seem like it wants to just fall out of the sky. Sure. Like, yep. like, have, a, like a Saki Slammer or a Berg. Yeah. Yeah. So, for sure. Oh, sorry. Again. Um, let's see. So you got the Buzz OS in there as well. I do. Is that um, mostly backhand? It is. The Buzz OS I can really throw on Anheuser, and it's more for like tunnel shots. I feel like. Oh, um, you need a tight flex. Yeah, tight flex. I can throw it on Anheuser, and it'll kind of come out of it quicker. But um, by the time it gets there, it's not gonna dump and skip left. Type yeah. thing. Interesting. Um, either those those types of shots or nice and flat and high and let the stability do its job. Nice. And let it carry it to the left. Nice. Um, my flippier mid ranges are gonna be my M4 and my Dune, which yeah, was a gift from Lincoln, actually. Mm-hmm. Uh the M4 I've been loving because I can put a lot of hyzer on it and it's just going to flip up and coast ever so gently to the right. It's a really great turnover coasting shot. So then what's the difference between the M4 and the Dune for you? I feel like the Dune, it's a lot lighter than the M4. So it's going to do it quicker. Mm. I feel like Um, Mm -hmm. maybe the M4 is for like maybe 280 to 340 distance and the dune is a little bit shorter than that okay yeah um, i can see that like kind of a longer putter yeah yeah it's like in between a putter and mid-range interesting okay. in terms of distance and because when i, I throw, when i throw my backhands there it's one one power it's just the same it's just yeah. a rip yeah, yeah. which is that's something totally, i could also on, but. that's totally fine and i feel like that's why you have your discs like you do where you have so many different pockets and individual discs instead of having a lot of one mold because Mm. you want the disc to be the thing that gets moved not you manipulating the disc to fly a certain certain way for you interesting i like that i like the way that was put mike's very good at this no i'm not that was great i try (laughs) No, I like that. Let's see. Um, okay, do we want to go putters next? Let's save putters because we... Just yeah, let's go distance drivers. Well, I, was, I was going to say we spoil... One the of them? First one, yeah. Well, okay. well, as we talk about it. Okay, yeah. We can go putter. One of them is we'll, a putter. We'll go putters. Putter? Cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um. So my my main juice when I'm putting is the Luna. Yes, um, I like the the texture of the is it CT or the the they rubber have a CT. blend whatever yeah, it is the rubber blend. Yeah, I'm not familiar with the plastic. CT is yeah. a little bit stiffer. Based on what you're, yeah, you're the the, the pictures are the rubber blend. Yeah, these are just the rubber blends, which I think these are great. Yeah, yeah, I love the texture of it. Um, I do like the texture as well. Thanks. Yeah, it's nice. Yeah, um, it's rounded. It feels like a a frisbee almost. Mm-hmm. Um, I know Link likes the beaded stuff, but um, I don't know. It's just I'm it, a beaded boy. He's a beady boy. It just fits nicely in my hand. Um, nice. My, whether my putting's consistent or not, I feel like the disc is like 
That's if good. I, you know. If I hit right side chains and it spits out, it's going to do that every time. But if I hit center target, usually it goes in. Nice. One would, one would hope, right? Yeah. So whether it's me or the disc, it's more often my mistake than it's. That makes sense. Yeah. Okay. So you got the Luna to putt with, but you don't throw the Luna. Is that correct? So I've been trying this grip. I call it the three finger flicky. And it's like a stacked grip. But with three cool. fingers. But with three fingers. And it's more just like a chop. It's like a yeah. Chop. Yeah, kind of just a little like 45 degree angle. Just like a little thing. And they're understable enough that it's just going to like hold it. If nice. I don't throw it super hard, which I try not to. Um, so it's more like a utility Shot. approach. Yeah, yeah. Um, like if I have to straddle and I just need something to just like go up and down, I'll... I'll do so it's kind of like kind of like a reverse scuba. Sort of, yeah, 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 yeah. Mm -hmm. Three finger flicky. Okay, three finger flicky. Yeah, um, but otherwise, no, I don't throw it. I like to put with them. My throwing putters. The TFF, the three finger flicky. Yeah, TFF. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, um, my throwing putters. Um, well, like I was saying with my mid rangers, I've got disc specific um forms i suppose so like i flick the justice mm -hmm. only yeah. um i only flick the slammer for that over stability is it the um, is it the saki slammer i think technically yeah, yeah. saki slammer yeah there mm -hmm. sweet yep super like stable yep i like the stacked power grip purple's pretty yeah it's purple it helps it fly better mm -hmm. um agreed and i really don't ever backhand it. It, like I said, it's mainly for something stable to get me up and over a tree or something. Yeah. Approaches. Yeah, that's the only putter I flick. So, well, and the Luna, but with the three finger flicky, yeah. Yeah. My apologies. And then my uh, throwing throwing putters, I have an Envy and a Pure. I got the Pure for like. Turnover, like a slower dune, even. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, and like I said earlier, I think maybe it's just that time of the year when all my discs are stiff, but it's pretty stable right now, which is frustrating because I I got it to be a, a, a brand new pure is not that understable to start. Yeah, sure. What? And the plastic, the premium plastic, I think it's doesn't help that. It's just opto, not an opto X. Sick die though. Yeah, I like that. I got this at. Cool discs. Oh, nice. Based out of Kaiser, Oregon. Oh, use okay. code, code Chase for discount at checkout. Thank you. Yeah, Dude, that sounds cool. Right. We should go there. It is pretty cool. Yeah. Um. Nice. So I got this pure for turnovers. It doesn't really do that. But if I throw it flat, like I wanted to be like a Heiser flip turnover. That was yeah. what I was hoping for. Yeah. Um, my envy is more that I can I can really put my envy on any angle and it'll hold it for most of the flight. Nice. So, I'll say you're well, according to your list. Hold on, Lincoln. You're you have an AVR3. Do you have one, or is that was that just added uh, as I a bonus? You, it's been in my bag. This is my easily my oldest disc. I got yeah. this in 2019 when I started playing again. Nice. Um, and I cannot remember the last time I've thrown it. I think okay. it's more like you threw it with me in the summer. Did I really? You did. It's okay. more like a sentimental thing for nice. me now. It's okay. your back. It sits in the weird back pocket. 
Okay. Yeah. yeah like uh, the lower back pocket yeah, yeah, yeah. on his grip yeah. bag. Have you ever heard of, um, I think it's Yuli and or, I think it's just Yuli who calls a disc that like you never really throw, but has had so much sentimental value. They call it the bag captain. The bag captain. I love that. Yeah. It that just totally it, checks out. It That's just stays in your bag of like, it, it feels good. Every time you look at it, you get good thoughts, you get good memories, like, but you never really throw it because you don't want to lose it because right. it's your captain. And like mm. you can't be without a captain. Um, it's just that's in there my, for that's my MR3. Awesome. Perfect. Um, well, Zach. Lincoln, now you can go ahead with your, yeah. your disc. Cause I, I think we're on the right track and we might've nailed it on the head with this one. I, I think so too. I'm, I'm really excited about this. So am I. So we saw the pure in there, but we saw it was an opto pure mm -hmm. and Mike and I are big believers on mold minimalization. Okay. Even though our bags rotate and sometimes we have <laughs> a billion different molds, but we we are firm believers in mold minimalization and utilizing different pla plastics of the same mold okay. to achieve different flights, okay. right? I'm following. Uh, well, what is your most thrown putter? Uh, either the Envy or the Pure, yeah. Correct. And <laughs> so therefore, we have a baseline holy shot James Conrad lab second envy for you no way i have one so, of these hanging on my wall okay well now you can Perfect. put it in so your bag it's, it's gonna start out a little stable yeah but okay. yeah it feels but it'll, it'll beat in quicker obviously and as james conrad threw Proved. it yep and uh proved to be a nice turnover wow this is amazing throwing butter. thank yeah. you guys so yep i'm putting it in my top slot i'm throwing it so there, there's gift number one, and you know that might potentially replace the pure that you want to be that understable shot. So yeah, as you work it in, then you could potentially just carry Luna and Envy, and then your my you know, two pures, your slammer, or replace the pure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's that's, that's, that the, that's the goal part. with yeah, with the uh, the baseline plastic. Obviously, a new one won't fly that understable, but as James Conrad proved and showed. It is a very manipulable disc. Um, once you beat it in and season it, it will just get more and more trusty to be a turnover shot, which is what you were looking for in your out of your pure. So, yeah, absolutely. And this is a lab second because there was an extra little like chink right here, oh. and I used fingernail clippers and I got it off. I mean, uh, it's, it's perfect. It's perfect. <laughs> like this. There's nothing wrong with it. It's a it's a classic envy. Gets more glide, even though it's still stable. It actually gets pretty good glide. I was hmm. I was surprised. Awesome! I'm um, really excited to try this out. And based on how well you throw you throw your other envy, I'm excited to see that work its way. Yeah, your bag. absolutely. Cool. Thank you guys. Okay. I'm honored. Uh, there's number one. That one's kind of the uh, the in. more direct utility that we know has a perfect spot in your bag. Yeah. The other one. We uh could be hit or miss. We'll, we'll, yeah, right, we'll, we'll see, see when we get there. But uh, let's go to distance drivers. Distance. Yeah, talk talk through those super fast guys. Yeah, absolutely, hands down. My number one disc in my bag is my ESP Nuke. Um, I bought it from a Play It Again Sports. Nice. Um, from the used bin, from the used section. So. Oh, it's Kyle Crabtree. Kyle Crabtree, right out of the the hands it 
is an amazing flight disc. Like I didn't have to beat it in or anything. It came seasoned. It was perfect. Yeah. There you go. And do you like the wide rim? I like it on this. I feel like I've had a Nuke OS before, and I understand that's a, a very different flight <laughs> pattern. Yes. But I distinctly remember the rim being insanely thick. And mm -hmm. okay. I don't feel that way with this one. This one is really comfortable in my hand. Um, this is what I throw to get those 470, 475 distance yeah. shots. Um, yeah, absolutely. Workhorse disc, hands down my favorite. When I retire it, if it ever gets retired, it's getting hung up on my wall. There you go. And nice. how does that compare to, I'm just going to say it next, the Charger, which is a little bit more flippy of a disc in general, but sure. Um, looks like yours is newer than that nuke. It is. I played in a cool disc tournament in September and shout my, out cool discs. Shout out cool Again, discs. That's number three. It was a doubles tournament. So I was playing with my buddy and we ended up getting first place. I won the distance competition and I won oh, both sick. D2Ps. Oh, so wow. I ran the gauntlet that's... and this was one of the prizes. <laughs> nice. That's dope. Yeah. It was definitely a, it was a successful weekend. Um, got this charger out of the, I think it was the prize for the distance competition. Um, I've only thrown it. Probably I could count on one hand how many times I have. Mm, okay. But of those times. It actually it, feels pretty good. It yeah. does. It flips up and gets a little turn and finishes right where it came from. So, but I, like I said, I've only had very yeah. few throws with it. So is that kind of a backup to your nuke potentially? Yeah, it's maybe a little flippier. It is a little flippier. I keep saying, you know, the season now that it's winter time, a lot of my stuff feels more stable. Um, but this will still flip up and turn. Cool. Nice. So, cool. They say yeah. it's a more beaten destroyer, right? Is that is that what I've heard? Or am I, I just being totally yeah, crazy? it's a 13 speed, so it's a little faster. Yeah. And I've heard that it gets kind of just more natural easy distance yeah. speed flight out of it like out of the box okay but pros from what i've seen have not been bagging it consistently it's a little bit more aimed towards uh 350 arm people that yeah. want to bag a faster driver for mm. sure yeah um, okay next one yep um let's go to the captain just because the stamp on it is too beautiful it's just gorgeous that's dope is that jack black it's I'm a captain. I'm he looks kidding. like a sailor. With it's a, Captain Jack pipe. Black, okay? Oh, yeah. Captain Jack Black. Put that in your pipe and smoke it. <laughs> um, it's this, glow. Yep, it's glow plastic. I think it's moonshine. moonshine. Yep. It is almost a roller disc. It's, oh, okay. It yep. was very, it, not what I was hoping for um, when I initially bagged it. But it's it's way more flippy than the charger. It's more flippy than I think it's my most understable disc I've got, actually. Cool. If I put it on a lot of hyzer, I can get it to stand up, get it Do to it. turn, and maybe it'll finish. Maybe it'll fade. Mm -hmm. Um it's almost to the point where it's kind of like a utility disc, like get out of jail type situation sure big mm -hmm. big turnover maybe patent pending from 400 yep. feet kind of thing yep or if i've got a really wide fairway i can let it rip nice yeah 
So, so to me, the nuke, the charger, and the captain, mm -hmm. all being thirteen speeds as well, kind of makes sense together. Like nuke being right, uh, like straighter. Yep. Charger a little bit less stable. Captain less stable than that. Mm -hmm. um, however, you've got a few twelve speeds as well that I'm curious how those fit into with your Ballista Pro and then now these two 12 speeds. Yeah, so the Ballista Pro is something I'm trying out. I got it okay. out of a subscription box that I'm okay. subscribed to. <laughs> and I've only thrown it a few times. It really is pretty overstable. This XCal was a gift for my birthday. It's got a pretty cool stamp on That's it. That's freaking dope. Oh, yeah. I like um, the Yoda stamp. And it's supposed to be stable. Color glow? I'm not certain, actually. Okay. I think it was from Etsy, so whatever they do over there. Mm. It should be PDG approved. I don't know. Yes, it, um, it is an XCal. It is PDG approved. <laughs> yeah. It's supposed to be stable, but yeah. I can I can, I can, can put it on hyzer and it'll stand up, wow. which is not because I'm strong or can throw far. It's well, just, you can throw far, and you are strong. Oh, thanks. Um, it's not... Strictly because of that, because I've had a, another star XCal that did the same thing, it was not stable, like it's um, really? as written, right? Mm -hmm. It's an 04 stability, but this I can throw nice and flat and it'll stay nice and flat. And then at the end of its flight, it'll finish. So I can even put it on a little Anheuser and get that 400 plus distance out of it. So, how does this compare to the Zeus? The Zeus I used to throw almost as my nuke, my ESP nuke. Mm -hmm. um, it's almost like my bag captain type thing. Like it's, okay. it's yeah. kind of, I've okay. had three or four Zeus. Got an old PM stamp on it. It's first yep. run Zeus. It's pretty I've, cool. I found I it in um, in um, tall grass and it didn't have a name on it. So I kept it. <laughs> Um, yeah, I've had a couple different, uh, Zeus molds and they start pretty stable and then they flip up and get too understable for me. This yeah. one is right at that sweet spot where when I do throw it, it's reliable, but I just prefer my nuke so much more that it just kind of sits in my bag. Yeah. Um, cool. Tough that so that makes sense. Do you rely more on those 13 speeds then? Yeah, I honestly don't even I don't really consider the the speeds. It's more of the mold and how it feels. Okay. Um I honestly didn't even know that it was a 12 speed and the nuke was a 13. It's just the way that it <laughs> feels. It's like I know what my nuke is going to do when I throw it on this T-pad. Okay. So, it's just that reliability factor. Yeah. Cool. Mm -hmm. Then rounding out your distance drivers, I would consider the Zenith still a distance driver. Yep. Do you? Yeah. 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 I think okay. 10 speed is the, the cap for fairway drivers in my yeah. opinion. I think that is like control driver at that point. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, This one I won for getting third place in the Willamette Valley series hosted by Cool Discs. This thing looks beautiful, Mike. It does look. I like it. It's got... It was uh, the tournament that we played in was sponsored by two towns. So uh, the Charger... And the mm -hmm. Zenith have the um, two towns. Cider House. Two towns Cider House. Yeah. Based out of Corvallis, Oregon. Sick. Um, stamps on it. Go Beefs. 
indeed, Scobies. Um, and it's the Zenith is new to my bag. Um, I'm still trying to learn it. I thought it'd be more for my forehands, but it's kind of stable. Um, backhands, I I do enjoy throwing it on backhand though. Yeah, it actually, feels really nice forehand. I don't love MVP discs for forehands. They're very sharp. Feels really good. Yeah, I've I've noticed. Yeah. I know I have a few um, MVP Axiom drivers. the The rim feels very sharp, which makes it feel really mm -hmm. fast. But like, it's also kind of hard to hold in your hand. And one thing oh, I've noticed yeah. about them with the the gyro technology, if you do not get a lot of spin and snap on your disc, they don't want to fly very true to their numbers. They will be a little bit more Correct. overstable, a little bit dumpier, um, and almost kind of fall out of the sky because they're not getting the rotations necessary for that pushing flight. Yeah, that totally checks out with my experience with this disc. Uh, it's very limited because I, I just... Uh, got it recently but what you said mike totally checks out with yeah my um, forehands just kind of like you said dump don't really finish properly yeah um but when i've thrown it on backhand it's pretty reliable and consistent yeah so which of your drivers is kind of your uh, it probably doesn't get like super windy or crazy up in up in oregon i'm sure it can like when you ever playing it yeah um, severe wind, high wind conditions. What mm -hmm. disc are you relying on to be that wind fighter that you can throw your same stock shot and and it can tr you can trust the disc? Yeah. Um, Which also honest question because I haven't played that much in Oregon. How often is it high winds out here? I think it depends on the course. Um, the golf club courses. Uh, there used to be one in Independence called Oak Knoll but that isn't, it's not it's gone now. Well, I think technically the course is still there, but it's not one that you want to spend your money on to go to. Uh, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, so Oak Knoll was notoriously windy. The golf club of Oregon can get pretty windy. Uh, That's Wheat an Albany. It is. Yeah. yeah. Wheatland uh, state park mm -hmm. is often windy, but otherwise uh, it's not, it's not something you super have to worry about. I feel like I also yeah. only have like a pretty small course rotation right now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it could be different for other people. Yeah. But in my experience, I feel like those are the, the courses that really get affected the most. And then what are you going to? Um, I have a couple Onyx molds that I feel like are really consistent. Like you're saying, Mike, I can throw the same shot every time and get the result I want. Mm -hmm. um otherwise like the nuke if i expose the the bottom plate with too much anhyzer or anything it's going to get carried away type thing um but the onyx i feel like i could throw it the same every time and, and get get what i want out of it i used to have three or four molds but right now i'm only backing two but okay i okay. love the onyx i have two aces with two different molds of onyx so okay. maybe it's a little biased but yeah I do like them. We we both like the Onyx as well. Oh, um, nice. I've got a first run and actually I've got a first run and a proto Onyx and they're both not that overstable for me. Okay. So Be I don't okay. know what it is, but 
and I'm even in Colorado where everything's more stable, but both of mine are not that overstable. Yeah, so my very first Onyx was like a Heiser flip turnover. Mm -hmm. And then I've never gotten an Onyx to flip that way. Um, but my purple Onyx here is my oh, Heiser man. flip. Like that, if I throw it flat, it'll turn over. Look at this thing, Mike. Nice. For those of you watching on YouTube, we're showing some of his discs on screen and they are almost almost looks like a little <laughs> so halo is to it yeah oh, it's like bit. purple with white and the bottom side's like white it's so yeah. pretty yeah so that one is probably my least stable but it's still a, a little hyzer it's gonna it's gonna hyzer out it's not yeah. gonna turn over flip or anything like that and then the sonics um is pretty stable i can throw it flat and have it go for a while and then finish left or if I put on a little Anheuser, it's going to stable out pretty quick. So um, these Onyxes to me feel like a nine speed. They are. They all do. The Onyx has My, a it the, has a smaller it has a smaller rim than the rim. I, I don't yeah. think it actually does, but it has a smaller that. rim than the first run and proto that I have feel like ten speeds. They feel like the musket mm -hmm. and the beast and yeah, those are the no, ten speeds. Yeah, this feels one, like a nine speed. The one that I I think I have two actually. Um, they it feels like a smaller nine yeah no, i like it I'm yeah after throw it. and i also feel like sure. the reason why you might think it's not as overstable is because of the high glide which like glide is such a weird and arbitrary number in a flight mm -hmm. flight numbers but when you throw it it's carrying the whole time it's turning and fading at the end mm -hmm. instead of like your nine three zero four firebird or felons that just want to like dump and get like skippy on the ground mm, like you're getting yeah. a lot more turn in the air because it wants to be in the air as opposed to a sure. disc that wants to get to the ground yeah but that checks out honestly, i do love the glide of the onyx yeah i can yeah. throw it over a parking lot and not worry about it i can get around a big tree and know that it's gonna it's gonna get there yeah even if it's a little too wide it's it's gonna like you're saying mike it's gonna want to stay in the air yeah. and finish its flight yeah, no, I do. I do like that aspect that's of the Onyx. Great analysis, Mike. Like ten out of ten on that. Well, done. sweet. Thanks. He's like two yeah. for two on these. He really is. I, I, he's not giving himself enough credit. He's quite good at this. <laughs> okay, um, and then okay, looking at the rest of your fairways, let's knock out the felon. You had the felon in there. You yeah. use that for your forehand. I, I, I do. I do want to ask the difference between the felon and the Terra, though. Uh, Terra is also a new disc in my arsenal. Okay. Um, I've had experiences where it flips up on i use it for back end mainly i haven't i haven't flicked it yet but i've had experiences where it'll flip up and coast i've had experiences where it's a meat hook so i'm still <laughs> not quite sure where where it's going to stay but the felon felon's your beef boy forehand felon is pretty consistent um i would say it's my one of my most thrown uh fairway drivers uh that and the onyx but you throw it backhand and forehand, Felon? Yeah, I would probably say like 80-20 forehand. Okay. So it, it checks out. More more forehand than anything. Mm -hmm. um, tee shots, I'm pretty confident with them. Um, yeah. Okay, cool. Um, and spoiler, the disc that we have for you is a fairway. Nice. Um, yeah. So that this is where we wanted to discuss what 
where this disc potentially fits in because you've got a number of discs that, especially if you look at the flight chart, you got five of them. They're all right there. They're, they're kind of grouped up. We got the bear, the saint, the stag and two Athenas. Mm -hmm. Uh, Athena being the slowest seven speed, saint nine, Terra bear stag, eight speeds. Mm -hmm. Granted this, it's all relative and they're, you know, close enough together in terms of their speed, if you will. But, um, Talk to us a little bit about the difference between the saint, the bear, stag, and the Athenas. Yeah, um, I'll start with the Athenas because I have more experience with them. Um, I used to have a third Athena that was, so I have the big Z, the Z, and the, oh no, sorry. ESP. Big Z and the two ESP, yeah. Uh, So my first run slash prototype, my prototype Athena is the most stable. It is a meat hook. I've heard that actually. Yeah. Um, I've heard they're like totally different just, discs almost. Yeah, super stable. My. Uh, oh, look at this. this is so cool. It's got uh, snowflake. snowflake foil on that's the stamp. Cool. Yeah. I've never seen that before. That's really cool. Sorry. That's right. That one um, flips up a little bit. It's still stable, I'd say, but it'll go a lot further in the air than the prototype. Okay. And then I don't have my. Big Z Athena, but that will turn over on me if I'm not careful. Okay. It's it's pretty understable. Okay. Uh comparatively to these two at least. And you said you have most experience or more experience with the Athenas compared to the compared to the Bear Stag Saint. Yeah. Um so Bear's pretty sweet looking. Oh. This is the the new confetti stamp. On the bear? Yeah. Or like uh yeah. plastic. This thing is so cool. Yeah. Sorry. Confetti plastic. And the stag. So this, all three of these are from um, my hand eye supply company subscription box. Okay, cool. And they're too cool not to bag, so I'm I'm trying <laughs> to throw them more. The stag is really understable. If I throw it on a little hyzer, it'll flip up and turn over. Um, I'm sure you guys have picked up on this, but all of these are backhand related. If I yeah, throw yeah. them all back in, the flip yeah, up yeah. turn over. Yeah. Um, the Saint and Bear are pretty similar. I think, are they the same speed? No, they're a little bit different. Just a little bit. Um, I love the look of that Saint, so I'm trying to throw it more. It's just so pretty. That's the Halo Moonshine? I yeah. think so. Orbit Moonshine. Orbit yeah. Moonshine. Yep. Saint. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, little hyzer, and it'll flip up and just go straight. It's not going to turn over on me, and it's going to get a lot of distance. The Bear does... Pretty similar stuff too. I actually I threw the bear further than my ESP nuke the other day at Kaiser. I was, I was just throwing a couple off hole fourteen steep mm-hmm. head, the open one. Mm-hmm. And nice. I don't know if it was just the angle I put on it or if I got the juice down, but um, yeah, the bear and the saint are pretty similar. Pretty much the same, same feel, same yeah, uh, same results. Do you like do you Cut. like that um orbit moonshine plastic? I do, yeah. It's it it it's almost like a star. It feels like star. Yeah, it's got really good grip to it for sure. Yeah. But I know um, I know the, I'm not the gonna... Yeah, the felon comes in that plastic. Um Robbie C throws one and I felt one and I really liked it too. So if you're needing a more stable new felon, play some glow glow golf or just a nice premium replacement for yours 
they make them in hmm. that plastic. So some to consider. Cool. Good to know. Yeah. Okay. Well, the disc that we uh, have brought for you today yeah. and have gifted for you today it, uh, might be a little bit similar to the Bear Saint, but it also might be between the Bear Saint and the uh, Stag. Mm. Well, let's let me okay. Let me also backtrack to like yeah. I, I want I want you to give a little bit of yeah analysis when, into this when you are on so. You're a righty, so you don't ever have to really deal with this because every course is made for righties. But sure. if you're ever in a situation where you have a 340 to 400 foot shot, that you have to go straight and finish to the right. Okay. What are you throwing? How are you getting there um, because of your... I don't want to say lack of forehand, but because I don't think anyone really has a 360 there, no, there foot forehand, but and, and kind, dom- kind of dominance like, in your backhand, your dominance in your backhand. You love to throw that. How are you getting your disc to yeah, so you, finish you gotta, to the you right a shot? You're throwing flat and it needs to go super straight the whole way and late turn. Hmm. I mean, I mean, it's a very difficult shot just in general and yeah, yeah, that yeah. late, late turn, but I think because if I throw my nuke, I don't think if I throw it flat, we're, we're going to say like 340 to 360, like fairway distance. Okay. I don't really know if I have something understable enough because I'd want to put some hyzer on it and just let it flip and turn the whole way. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to, I'm looking at my bag right now. And I'm not really seeing anything. Okay, so I will. I will say no. That 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 that's what we noticed. We noticed. Yes, you have everything. Oh, okay. Is we saw we saw this stable. little slot in your bag right here, stable to overstable. That, yes, this little slot right here that we thought, hmm, we might be able to to find something to fill that void. Yeah. And I'm glad we didn't go with the other option that we were thinking of because I think his stag flies that way for him yeah probably. a faster stag is probably what i would throw for your dream situation here well I the think faster stag something. would be a, a tick more yeah. stable than the stag yeah but a less stable than the saint and the bear mm-hmm. but still stable enough to hold up to your power mm-hmm. and accomplish a lot of those hyzer flip to straight late turn potentially maybe a little fade out at the end of it mm-hmm. or like flat shot to just like kind of panning and finishing flat mm-hmm. um mike no you, you and i have both oh yeah thrown this disc mm-hmm. we're currently both bagging this disc yes and this is a special run of it but we have for you sir a jawbreaker crystal passion no. Have you thrown way. a passion before? I have. Okay. What I are your thoughts on the passion? I about the passion. I actually really enjoy it. It's a little funky feeling compared to other fairways. Sure. But I feel like once you get past it, the flight's so good that it's like, I'm willing to look past the grip personally. Yeah. Mike, what are your thoughts on the passion? I think it's a really work a, a great workhorse disc in if you want to throw it with a little bit more hyzer you can get that straighter to hyzer finish 
if you want to give it nice straight power, you can get it to fly straight for a long while and get a slow turnover. And if you want to throw it on big high annies, it'll it'll kind of hold that. So to me, it feels really like a longer buzz, a mm. slower charger type of disc. Um, mm. Not quite, uh, it's not flippy, but it's a very neutral, workable disc that your saint and bear is just like a tick below them where a 350 mm. foot shot, you don't have to be as precise with your release angle you can just throw it your stock shot and get a slow drifting right finish at that 350 360 distance mark with without being concerned of it turning over yeah wow thank you guys i'm so we're we're pretty excited granted i had a couple of these already that we picked up while we were at usam's um Right, you Sam's we got these. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so very excited for that. Just based on looking at your bag, we're like, okay, what can we gift that's also going to be pretty dang cool? Because these, the, I love the Jawbreaker Z Jawbreaker Crystal Plastic that they have. Yep. Yeah. Out. What is it again? What is it? Um. So the, the plastic type. The plastic is it's either Crystal or Z. I feel like it's Crystal. Do you remember what are, what are the new ones that are coming out now? Because whatever that is, like the Raptor, well, that's Crystal Flex or Z Flex. It's Z. It's just Jawbreaker Z Passions. Yeah, so it's okay. it's Z plastic with Jawbreaker infused into it. Wow, that's awesome. And they are pretty to look at. I have a couple. I brought my two that I'm bagging to Oregon with me because they're fun to throw. And uh, got you a nice little matching brother to us. Thanks, man. And You're I the best. Think is yours just scrub stamps or no? No, it's just a That's right. pretty little silver shimmery stamp. But anyways, we're excited to share this with you and see how that could potentially fit in your bag, especially with your um, trilogy fairways. But you also have the Athena and the onyx and we feel like this is kind of a good in between those yeah. two spots as well for sure so we were kind of looking you know what discraft could we add to your bag since you rely on the nuke and the zeus and the onyx and the athena and, and the buzz, the buzz yeah. right like we're thinking we could be yeah. a little more yeah. discraft centric with wow. your other molds sprinkled in but amazing anyways, enjoy thank you so much yeah. i I don't know what to say. I'm it's all right. very happy and thankful for you guys. Well, we're I'm not excited. We're not going to ask you to come back on with zero intention of actually bringing you back on. Not not Shots to take fired. a shot. Not to take shots at some other podcast that does this uh, exact I'm same thing. Just, just disappointed that I didn't go back on uh, when I was guested on that pod. Yeah, we- but. Uh, <laughs> um, anyways, we'll we'll follow up with you and see how it does fly and we're gonna go play around next week together so i'll Perfect. report back if Good. not next week the week after when we have another pod Sweet. sounds awesome okay yeah, i'm really excited to try both of these actually good yeah i think, think, think we did pretty well uh 
especially compared to your premium MV, which is going to fly the same for a while still, you know, this one will beat in pretty quickly, especially if you throw it a lot. And there's a lot of trees in Oregon. Spoiler. It helps. Yeah. It's So. going to take a big chunk. It's not going to look like this next week. Good. Just saying. So you know. Excited to see it. Look, used. Um, before we wrap things up, do you have any questions for us? Mike, do you have any final questions for Chase? Air, airing of all grievances or no, I'm just kidding. I'm throwing questions out there. Anything that wasn't touched on. Mike? No, no, I think we're good. I appreciate you coming on. Um, it's always fun to talk about other people's discs and um see what they throw. That that's my favorite thing, is just like diving into people's bags and talking plastics and oh, see what see what could work, how could you adapt. Um because I get tired of switching my own discs in and out every other week. So it's fun to do it for someone else. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, I appreciate you both having me on and doing this. I feel like a little kid, you know, in a candy shop talking about discs and things like that. So, That's why we started this podcast. yeah. <laughs> to just talk about discs and <laughs> yeah, it's fun for us. yeah. So to be able to be gifted these uh, two new molds and try them out and I'll definitely report back to Lincoln and let you know how I enjoy them. I'm certain I will, but Yeah. So perfect. any questions for us? I don't think so. Just a quick thanks to you guys for reaching out. And I'm definitely going to use this tracker more than just after tonight because it's pretty sweet to, like, you know what your discs should do and, like, why you bag them, but to see it on a chart like this. It's helpful Mm -hmm. to see any holes in your bag or Yeah, stuff absolutely. like that. Um, so I'm excited to kind of deep dive into this more on my own and Cool beans, man. yeah, check out cool discs Promo online, code. online or in store. Use code chase during checkout to support a creator. You can Sweet. follow at chain. Are, are we doing selfless plugs here? Absolutely. Oh, heck yeah. At, Plug away. okay, great. At chain runners on TikTok, And you can follow my personal account at chase Crockett on Instagram. See all my stuff on there. But the TikTok account is where I, where I post my stuffs. Cool. At Chain Runners. Use code Chase in the Cool Disc Shop. Thanks. Okay, I'm done. Selfless promo is over. Love it, baby. Awesome. Uh, thank you, everyone, for listening. Um, leave your likes, comments down below. We uh, can't wait to hear from you guys soon. And that'll do it for this episode. And Lefty's out. Peace. And one righty.